To the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, and you know me, I find songs that speak my heart, and so this is the first episode from Australia. I know where you can go for a while, but friends extending their heart and their home for me is really pretty awesome. Now, I'm going to touch on some things in just a sec about the pivot I was telling you about in the last podcast. Some of you may say interesting, but not interested. I'm okay with that. Some of you may say or be directed to this podcast to truly understand what I'm talking about. But first, let me share that I appreciate your prayers. I made it here with lots of adventure. Just got to tell you a couple stories, okay? I'll leave out the details of the second story. So I arrived to the airport way early. Thank the Lord I did. Because as I presented my passport and my plane ticket, all of a sudden the attendant behind me, behind the counter, got real silent. And then he asked someone else, so it's like, it's like the mafia is coming into Australia. What's going on here? Well, long story short of that, I needed, well, I had my visa, but I needed another kind of a visa. Was led to the wrong app, filled out two major league expensive ways to get in, Finally, I got the answer from this bad one. And I rush up to the counter and once again, there's three of them now and they're whispering and they're making phone calls. And finally, the one looks up and says, you haven't been approved yet by Australia. All the while, I have two friends, the friends that I'm going to stay with and the friends I'm going to see texting me. And I'm like, my mouth is caught and dry. It looks like I'm not going to be able to go to Australia. I mean, just flat out, my ticket is gone. I am in deep water because they're not accepting this. And when's Australia going to wake up? They're 17 hours ahead of us. Anyway, I stood there looking at the clock. Granted, thank the Lord I got there early, but it was running out of time. Finally, the first guy that, that I uh, talked to, he looked at me. He's an older man. And he could tell, he could see me rub my hands through the, my hair. He could see me like twidget, widget, you, you name it. I was just all over the place. And he looked at me and he pointed his eyes to me and he says, pointed to where he was. So once again, this is the second guy, the first guy. And he had the grace as he, you know, as I gave him the thing that said I I was approved. He had the grace though to ask, what does she need? So he led me to another app. And as I filled the app out, it looks said 12 hours before a response. So I'm talking to him. I'm saying, okay, what do I got to do? Well, you're going to, you know, lose all your upgrades. You're going, you know, he's telling me what I was going to have to do. And then it happened. It came down my phone and I must have jumped five feet above the air. Yeah, I got it. I got it. You know, and I'm rushing to him, telling him and showing him and he's putting in the dots and he's putting in the numbers and he comped my bag and I had enough time to go through security to finally get to my gate, sit down and take a drink of water and call my mommy (laughs) and say, okay, mom, I got it. And, you know, text my friends. My mom cried for me. That's just my mom. So I made it to Australia. The last 14 hours were an adventure. I will spare you the details, but you can come up to me in person and I'll tell you how traumatic that was. But by the time I was in my friend's car, driving through Sydney, heading to Newcastle, 
There was a sound of relief and thanksgiving to the Lord that reached from one end of the continent to the other. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm Teresa Croft. I'm going to start telling, sharing some things that are going to help you preface some of the interviews I might have. I'm going to interview my friend that's here uh, just to go deeper into what I will refer as Web 3.0. If you don't remember, listen to the last podcast. I think it's 198, where I tell you that I feel this pivot. And one of the major things was two things. When your heart is sick, hope deferred makes your heart sick. But when a dream is realized, it's a tree of life. So I have been here for just a few days. I'm in the closet. So if you hear noise across the street, they're doing construction. And uh, Lynn and her husband, dads, they're moving to a new home. So uh, this will probably be quiet in their new home, but I wanted to lay a foundation because I'm going to introduce Lynn to you. But I, so I'm experiencing a hope deferred and already the past few days have been epic. I mean, I caught myself singing in the shower. I don't know when I've sang it, have sung in the shower. If you're new to this podcast, I lost my husband June 5th. Before that, seven months of agony as he was third degree burns, October 3rd to discovering he had pancreatic cancer and being the take care, take caretaker of him, and then finally losing him June 5th, Pentecost Sunday on his father's birthday. Dave always went out with a splash. And I'm telling you that, you know, one of the reasons right away that my friend offered this was, I know a place where you can go right now. And the gist of that song, look it up, Anna Golden, Carrie Joby, Job. <laughs> I had to do Joby for my kids if they happen to be listening. It's a song called Take It to Jesus. So, and it just fit like my friends were singing to me saying, I know a place where you can go right now. So, so I, the second thing I told you about is my heart for my children and leaving an inheritance, better yet, leaving a legacy. That was the first part of the Proverbs. The second part was basically the riches of the wicked are stored up for the righteous, which brings me to Web 3.0 which I truly believe and has been confirmed by other prophetic voices that this is going to be the arena of wealth transfers. Now, I'm really excited. A couple of my people, of my friends that were in the Kingdom Mentor Academy have caught a hold of this. So I know you can hang on and with me and listen. Just the fact that the wealth of the wicked transform, transferring to the righteous. I'm not, this isn't a we versus them message. Okay. I just believe as God leads you and you hear his voice, that this might be something to worth listening to. To those of you directed to this, to understand it, just bear with some of that explaining to those that are regular listeners. So we're talking about web 3.0. Well, let me just break it down. Okay. Remember web 1.0? Let me explain that. That was when people could host their site on the early internet. We're talking early. The most you can do is browse and read other people's website. It was read only. We are in the age of web 2.0. I remember when Facebook came along many years ago thinking, this is interesting. Web 2.0 is like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's other communication options that were opened up to us. Now we can read and we can write. We can do our reels. We can do a TikTok. But the platform that we're doing on that, like Facebook, 
or Instagram, that's owned by another company. In a heartbeat, they can say, okay, we're done. Facebook gone. Okay, we're going to go into Web 3.0. We're going to shut this down. No, that's not going to happen. Because what I'm going to tell you about Web 3.0, that's something that is just kicking off, that is just going forward. And if you're an innovator, if you're someone who's like, I want to be on the cutting edge, or you're listening to this because you want to be on the cutting edge, I directed you to this podcast. Web 3.0 is where we have the ability to read data like Web 1, and we have the ability to write the data like what we're in right now, Web 2.0. But in Web 3.0, we now own the platforms we interact on because our data is now owned by us on the immutable blockchain. So do you get the catch? It's decentralized. So let me go up because what, what I'm into or what I've been starting with the help of my friend who I'm staying with, she has been the one who, even in the midst of Dave's sickness, I, I immersed myself. So you might hear us talk about an NFT. NFT stands for non-fungible token. Pretty crazy. Let's just say a digital asset. When I'm talking about an NFT, I'm talking about a digital asset. That means I can't exchange one digital asset for another since no other digital asset has the same value. Don't let me lose you. Don't let me lose you, please. I can exchange $1 for $1 because they have the exact same value. So let me just explain a little bit more. This might sound like kind of crazy, but NFTs, digital assets, are a great way to sell art. Let's just use this as an example because art is generally non-fungible. So NFTs can act as a digital certificate of ownership for artwork. It also can be a digital certificate for your deed to your house. NFTs can actually represent ownership of any asset imaginable, like I said, house deeds. But let's focus on art. And for the simple, simple sake, let's just focus on art, okay? So you wonder, okay, NFTs, art, I'm not into art. I understand that too. I'm not either. But when I got a hold of what a digital certificate is stored, and when I got a hold of how easy this is, and when I got a hold of the fact that we're at the beginning, we are in a bear market. So I bet a bear market, lower prices, I got into it and I started to immerse myself, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So NFTs are stored on a blockchain, which basically is a decentralized ways to store transactional information. When I mean decentralized, think of it this terms. Uh, the blockchains allow people to send money back and forth without a third party getting involved. Your bank is not, a, is not decentralized. So decentralized means that there's not just one centralized server processing transactions like banks do. Instead, thousands of people across the globe can that actually are now donating their computer power to process these transactions. Yeah, they across the street like that. Okay, so so blockchains are a long list of transactions. Okay, just store that in your memory because when I when I first heard about blockchains, I got lost right away. But let's just continue, can we? Some of you really want to hear this. So the beauty of decentralized blockchains is they're immutable. They can't be changed. Because everyone in it agrees that a transaction has happened. Let me give you an example of this. I was showing uh, Lynn last night 
after a Twitter space, something that I created that I thought would be an NFT. And I said, I really need to, it was an introduction to the series, three video series of how to find your voice. And I had made a, I made a thumbnail and I had, this was when Dave was sick. I had put it up there and thinking I was going to follow through. And I said, I need to, I need to uh, erase that. And, and Lynn said, you can't. Besides, she says, that's pretty cool. You have it on your blockchain. You have it in your, okay. I might have digressed on that one. So, okay. So we're talking about decentralized banks. We're, we're, we're not talking about, not about banks. So what are we using? We use Ethereum. Ethereum is a cryptocurrency. Now, right now you just, I said cryptocurrency and you went off the chain. You're like, oh, this is just another one of those scams. Listen to me, please. Cryptocurrencies are digital money that run on a blockchain. Just hang in with me. I'm not trying to scare you with cryptocurrency if that does scare you. Thanks to the features of blockchains, explained, I tried to, cryptocurrencies can be used to safely transact trustlessly, trust for, I can't say that word, between people. I mean, you could trust it. Ethereum is a slightly different compared to other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. So I'm not talking about Bitcoin. Ethereum is programmable, which means we can encode entire applications and host them on the blockchain. So NFTs, digital assets, are just programs we run on the Ethereum blockchain. They're called smart contracts. Anyone can write them and anyone can open them to Ethereum. So you're thinking, okay, okay, I'm, I'm hanging in with you. How do I buy these? This is the central point because I'm going to give you some free NFTs down the line after a few in, more interviews to explain all this. But you need a wallet. No, not that pretty wallet in your pretty purse. A wallet is an address online that people can send money to you and identify who you are. Now, there are different options out there, but I'm going to talk about MetaMask. While I was in the midst of pain, watching Dave be in pain, my dear friend Lynn gave me the steps to set up a MetaMask wallet. It's as easy as setting up a Facebook. Okay? So we're going to talk about MetaMask. Very easy. So you go to Chrome browser and you click download now on metamask.io. We'll go into this more detailed. I'm just giving you an overview. Have I lost you? Cryptocurrency made you turn this off? Please don't. I, I, you, I hope you can trust me if you've been listening for a while. Yeah, if I'm sharing something, I think it's of some value to you. And let me in midway say, I truly believe you can find your voice. You can share your voice. And you can market your voice from identity. And I truly believe an NFT could be another way of sharing and marketing your voice. So you have your, you have your wallet and you want to add money to it. So you could just go right into MetaMask and buy Ethereum, Ethereum. But I go to Coinbase.com. I put it in there and then I, it's very easy. I switch it over. I throw it over to my MetaMask when I'm ready to buy something. Okay, so let's just let's just end it right here. I have Ethereum in my wallet. What now? This is where I'm going to send you to get your free. Or I'll yeah, I think it is where I'll send you to get your free Vine Dresser NFTs. They will be e they will be like have a Vine Dresser word on them. You go to OpenSea.io. So I've given you a few MetaMask.io, Coinbase.com, and now. Write this down, openc, O-P-E-N-S-E-A dot I-O. 
So think of all the NFTs, all the digital assets on this blockchain as Google, okay? Think of OpenSea as your internet browser where you can visit, you can do it on Google, Safari, Chrome, and you can see what is available out there to buy. So go to OpenSea and just browse. When you're ready to purchase an NFT that catches your eye, simply log in with your MetaMask wallet and then click buy now. Let me just tell you something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop it right here. You're going to see some crazy things like apes, um, all sorts of weird things that have incredible value. So buying the digital art is, gives that to you in, in your um, wallet. But what it does is it opens up all sorts of uh, other extra things that are with that NFT. Uh, so just know it's not just the digital art. Okay, so I'm going to give you uh, some free NFTs, but if you really want to dig into this, I'm helping an amazing company, and you're thinking, okay, Teresa, this has nothing to do with Jesus and God. Well, I, do, I, I there is one that does. So I want you to write this down, spiritual beings. .io. That's a company that is started by some dear friends. I play a very minor, minor role in handling their discord. But so if you, if you really wonder, okay, this has nothing to do with God. Why are you talking about this? This is probably one of the first real spiritual, not religious, spiritual NFTs. They haven't launched yet. So find them on Twitter. You'll probably, if you go on Instagram, you'll see some of them there, some of their posts. And as they lay a foundation of spirituality, and we're talking, yes, we're talking Jesus and God, but spirituality to open the floodgates of really uh, setting a standard of a culture of honor in Web 3.0. So spiritualbeings.io, you'll learn more about the founders and there's uh, some other things to read, but I'm obviously I'm asking you to immerse yourself, right? Does it interest you? Am I just rambling in the closet in Australia and you're thinking, okay, Teresa's drink something in Australia. Yeah. Kombucha, kombucha. Those are good drinks now. So anyway, please, I think you know me. So how about this? In the next few podcasts, I'll interview people so you can hear more stories. Like I give you a lot of facts but you'll hear stories behind the digital assets. You'll hear testimonies. So I told you I was in a bear market and I told you that I want to leave a legacy and an inheritance for my kids. So if I buy a digital asset right now, I'm not like, okay, how soon can I cash this thing in? No, I am operating with the legacy of with a culture of honor, love and diligence in a kingdom way to set up and 10 years, 20 years from now, I believe God will, this is the thing. I really believe this is the place. I'm not the only one saying this. One other final thing. One thing that you'll find if you just dip in a little bit with these NFTs, you'll find a kingdom principle. And this is for you. Are you looking for community? Are you looking for a place where people really support you regardless of your knowledge? Are you really longing to understand that, hey, I have a community, but I need more community? The, the, the basis of a lot of these digital assets of where you learn about them and where you meet people are the most 
unbelievable supportive people you will ever find in this particular space of Web 3.0. I have met because of Lynn and Jody and Stuart and some others, I have met some amazing people that truly believe in that wealth transfer. They truly believe in you, but you're the one who has to step out and start studying. You might want to listen to my beginning. Maybe I'll give you a chart down below in this podcast because I want to introduce some people, God-fearing, loving, kingdom people who maybe want to share more with you so you can catch the vision of the NFTs. So I got to tell you, I was coming to Australia just to relax. You know that song, I have a place where you can stay for a while. (laughs) And it's only been like two or three days. And uh, Lynn and I are nonstop chatterboxes about um, the NFTs. And she's involved with a couple of companies. And I wasn't planning that. Okay, but it's just kind of funny how my foot kind of got put in the door. And now, I mean, I'm excited to be here, but to be able to have like a boot camp, that's a good thing if you're from the out of, out of country. Because when I said boot camp, she thought, Lynn thought that meant kicking me in my butt. No, it's like a boot camp to learn and to meet some of the people behind these companies and to realize some of them were your, some of your best friends that God divinely connected you almost four years ago. And then you find out, wait, they're involved in this. That one of them, this couple's starting a company, spiritualbeings.io. So I hope you enjoyed that. I really do have a heart for you to find your voice, share your voice, and market your voice. It is a pivot, but I'll never forget to encourage you. I'll never forget to share the stories of hope after death, of a resurgence of being able to be healed. The mourning and grief process is not linear for me. So don't think, please, please, I know you love me. Don't think I'm just swallowing up in all this to forget that I lost my husband, to forget to go through the steps of grief. No, no, it's ever present in my face. I just am in a place right now where they take me to Jesus. I've gone away to a place right now where I've been able to heal, singing in the shower for the first time, and I can't tell you when, because I've been touched and impacted by the presence of Jesus. And I believe that you, my friend, you can find your voice. You can get past the drama of the trauma. Some of you might just have to go to that beginning step. I need to find my voice. Then I need to learn how to share my voice. I want to leave a legacy and inheritance for my children. So I'm going to learn to market my voice all from that core place of identity, your voice, identity. I believe you can find it even in an NFT. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be looking for some interviews now. This is kind of like the beginning of where I just drop in all these technical terms. So you'll always remember this episode and we'll go from here and we'll continue to talk about you and your voice and your hope and your identity and you being the person that God has created you to be. All right. I'll talk to you in the next episode. And I really do love you. It's the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I am relentless in my passion to help you find your voice, share your voice, and yes, even market your voice. For free resources to do just that, check out ikingsmedia.com. 
Hey, would you do me a favor? Subscribe, or better yet, write a review and share with a friend. If something resonated with you, DM me on Instagram at Teresa Croft. That's Teresa with an H.